Welcome to the Women Encouraged podcast. We're your hosts, Bethany Berendrecht and Brittany Robertson. We are delighted to have the chance to connect you with other women who love the Lord, who love His Word, and who are pursuing a life of faithfulness in Him. Thanks so much for joining us. friend, on behalf of the Women Encouraged Vision team, I want to thank you for linking arms with us in the past few months. Our original goal with this podcast was to be able to bless our local community and the women who attend the Women Encouraged conferences. And we have been overjoyed by the way we've gotten to see God bless our efforts and connect us more locally, but also with women all around the world. It has truly been a work that he has blessed, and we are so grateful for your fellowship and the words of encouragement and blessing you have poured out. In this bonus episode, Brittany and our blog submissions editor, Alyssa Donovan, and I sit down together and we talk about what we loved and learned through the women who have joined us and who have taught us in these beginning steps of expanding Women Encouraged to include the podcast and the blog. Well... Here we are. Here we are. (laughs) We made it to the end of the season, which was way longer than we thought it was going to be. And miraculously, we have more episodes that we technically could add to this season that we're saving for next season because we need something to start next season with. Um, But we're joined today, the three of us. Today, we are all sitting together with our beverages and chatting about what we learned. And we're with Alyssa Donovan, our blog submissions editor. And Alyssa is not a lone wolf in all this. We're all a team together, but she is our, our front door and she is brilliant and has a really good eye for material that will bless women. And so we're really excited that she's part of this and just super grateful that she's joining us in this effort. And so welcome, Alyssa. Thank you for having me here. (laughs) We're so excited to add your voice. So people are like, ah, yes, now we know. Yes, (laughs) I can't believe we are at the end of season one. This is crazy. I know. It feels still like it wasn't that long ago when we were sitting in your living room. Like, can we do a podcast? Should we do a podcast? What will our podcast be like? All of these. Well, and then you went away and came back with a completely amazing we, we, it was almost like an accident that we started this. It was very much an accident that we started. It was a God thing because it was the first time we'd ever met and had coffee <laughs> together right. that I shared that I had tried doing a podcast with my sister. But because of our schedules, we just didn't end up doing more than a couple yes. episodes. Yeah. And then you ended up going um, to a conference and came back really excited that. Yeah. And yes. I never even like I wasn't even thinking like, oh, well, she's done a podcast. I should ask her. And then we're sitting in your car and I was like, if I'm really supposed to do this, I would have to do it with somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So then I was like, what do you think? And you had, and you had thrown around some ideas on how you would want a format format for the podcast to be. And I can't remember who you were speaking with, but they suggested, um, you know, doing the interview and then having somebody that you could chat with after. Yep. And then that's where I came in. <laughs> yeah, that was our friend Brian Dixon. And he was the one who was like, well, your next right step is to start the Women Encouraged interview-based podcast. And then you have a co-host that you sit and talk with about the interview. And I was like, 
What? It's perfect because I love talking. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and honestly, if it was just an interview, I would never, I would never do this because I, yeah. Well, we wanted it to feel a bit like you'd listen to an interview at home and then sit and chat with your girlfriends about yes. like, what did you think about that interview and make it feel more like a community yes. experience. And as two people who are part of the Women Encouraged community, we're just kind of hoping that as you listen to it, you feel like you're, you can throw out things. We can't hear you, but you can throw out your opinions or or how you felt about it. We just want to encourage people to, I guess, be thinking a little bit deeper after the interview, yeah. like yeah. breaking it down more. And I do feel like that is the really the feel that we want to have is not just that we're here to bring somebody a whole bunch of teaching and, and just dump it on them. It's it's really, we wanted to kind of encapsulate the feel of what we do at a Women Encouraged conference is really to just bring in um, godly women who love the Lord and are really pursuing a life of faithfulness in Him, like we say in our in our intro, but also to just grow the fellowship. And so when we started this, it was really just a view towards encouraging the women in our community by bringing in more teachers, because we do have a... a large group of women in our area who feel really isolated. Mm -hmm. And so to be able to connect them, it's just kind of a way to be encouraged throughout the year instead of just having that once a year time to get together. But it's almost like inviting people together again to listen and to be encouraged together again, because I found myself being really encouraged just by listening to these ladies that we're talking to. I've been amazed at what at the ways that God has encouraged me just by trying to bring encouragement to other people. And that's kind of how God always works, really. Like we need to be looking to bless others and God blesses us through that. And I so just I read just, a quote on that. Really? Like, right before you guys walked in. It's really? like, if you want to be filled up, you have to give. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. he fills you up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I've, I don't know. I, I've been really excited for how, how God has worked through this. And yeah, on that note, what is, what are some of your favorite things from this year, Brittany? I've just loved how, um, God has used the podcast to consistently confirm things that he's teaching me throughout the week. Mm. Like I love that when we open our Bibles, he can, he is going to be showing us things and, and stirring our hearts because he's already kind of talking to us throughout the whole week. Right. And Sorry, not with just reading your Bible, but with the podcast. So I feel like each week I'm learning these things and on like, you know, whatever that week is holding. And then the podcast always confirms something. And it's a beautiful picture to me of how um, he's orchestrating our whole week. Right. If we're breaking it down into small chunks, like he knows he knows somehow even what's going to be discussed and he's prepping us in uh, to be taking in these truths about himself. And then, yeah, every time the podcast comes out, I'm like, ah, yes. Okay, good. This was what I was, you know, what I was kind of contemplating or meditating on, I guess, for most of the weeks that that has been the case. So that was really exciting to me. Neat. How about you, Alyssa? What's been your favorite thing about the podcast or what it's brought to the community? I liked what you were saying. Um, about doing things together. I loved listening to Gloria Furman's mm. episode about, and I actually, I haven't listened to the whole thing yet, but I loved how she talked about. <laughs> it's okay to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> We're 
we're all about honesty here. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so I, I think I listened to the first half of her interview, and I loved what she was talking about, motherhood and community, and just doing things in community. And, you know, the fact that you wouldn't be doing this alone, and mm-hmm. that... I wouldn't be doing this alone. I wouldn't be doing anything at all because <laughs> I'm only here to be because here. I'm invited. <laughs> um, but it, yeah, I love the community aspect. I loved Becky Pliego's mm-hmm. encouragement to just take up the word and read. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I mean, I grew up in a Christian family. I went to Bible camps and all of these things. And I always knew that it was so important to pursue God and read my Bible. And I always also felt like I had to become a morning person Mm -hmm. to have good Bible (laughs) reading time. And then, you know, I joined the Bible reading challenge and, um, and then Becky Plea in her interview was just so encouraging about picking up your Bible and reading it. And Mm -hmm. I found that as I picked up my Bible and read it, I became more and more hungry for it. Mm -hmm. And I became a Bible reading person first and then became a better morning person. Not a great morning person, but a better (laughs) one because I was just so desperate to have that first thing in the morning. Mm -hmm. Like, even more than coffee. I just needed to be in the word. And I found that even on mornings when I already had to get up early to be somewhere, I wanted to get up even earlier and read because it changed the whole outlook on my day. And around three o'clock, if I don't, I find myself, you know, crabby and Mm -hmm. I can't figure out what I'm doing with my life. (laughs) And then I realized like, oh, I haven't read my Bible today and I need to go and spend that time in the word and hear God's voice, hear him speaking to me mm-hmm. about who I am, about who he is, about what he's done for me. And yeah, yeah, just rest in the goodness of God. And that's so encouraging to me because I feel like that was what, as, as you started just saying, this is what, what you learn. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. I, I do. I would say I would kind of read in chunks throughout the day but then I was encouraged, like, get up and make it my priority first thing in the morning so that, because I was finding, I would have, I would be good for a little while and then I would quickly fall off the rails. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing to me how once I finally was like, no, I'm going to get up earlier in the morning so that I can dedicate this time to it, that it completely transformed my entire day. Like, mm-hmm. that seems so, like, how can it possibly do that if you are, like, I was still reading it at mm-hmm. other times during the day, but just... I guess first fruits, getting up and saying, mm-hmm. here, here's my first fruits, Lord. And I feel really tired and I, uh, I don't, I can't really logically think through how this is going to be much more of a difference than if I just read it in three hours, whatever. But it was amazing how much it just set the trajectory for my day and has made it so much better. And then the other thing too was that I feel like the theme, especially in most of the first interviews was, yes, just encouraging women to pick up the word and read it. And I started to see a pattern um, of all of the interviews stressing the importance of not worrying so much about if you have like an emotional high or (laughs) while you're reading. Mm -hmm. And that was amazing to me because also I grew up in a Christian home, went to Bible college, all these things. And I completely thought I was failing at reading the Bible if I did not have a like 
Holy Spirit presence moment with God each time that I read. And so I felt like, yes, uh, all of the interviews really started to um, cement in my mind. Just read it like a book, Brittany. And I start, so I started, I I actually quit the Bible reading challenge because I was like, I've never read from Genesis all the way to the end. And Mm -hmm. I want to read it as the story that it's designed to be. I've always just read it in, you know, like a book here and a book there. Mm -hmm. And, and I want to give myself freedom to just start reading it. Like I would a book without overthinking it. Mm -hmm. Just trust Mm -hmm. that God is going to like settle in my heart. The things I don't really understand. I just wanted to see the whole picture from Mm -hmm. beginning to end. So yeah, those were the, the, biggest things that stand out to me was the encouragement to get up and first fruits, get reading, um, spend time with him and how much that blessed my day, like over what you think that it would. And then giving myself the freedom to not, um, think that I failed if mm-hmm. I haven't had a revolutionary moment. <laughs> the word that I'm looking for. <laughs> right. Yeah. Each time. And just taking it in, in those bite-sized bits sometimes is, is so healthy for us when rather than feeling like we're competing with either another group of people like, Oh, I haven't kept up with them or something like that. I think that the, one of the really big things for me with the Bible reading challenge being part of this conversation was knowing like we went through a long season of sickness in our family and um, realizing that God was merciful in that. So even though I wasn't keeping up at that time, um, God was still going to meet me as, as I came in, just gave him my time and said, Hey Lord, I want to know what's true about you. Just remembering that the purpose of reading the Bible is to know God for who he declares himself to be. It's not so that I can give myself a gold star and say, I did it. It really was fascinating to me that even when we had all these different recordings done by the very beginning of January, before we even had aired a podcast episode, they were not aired in the order they were recorded. And the way that God directed the different conversations so that they ended up building on a different one. So I would finish listening to them and think, oh my goodness, this person said something that tied into that person's interview. And that was the first one we did. So we need to put this one in this order. And it's incredible that that God was there in those, in those details that sometimes you wonder, am I doing the right thing? Is, Is this, is this going the right direction? And just how God confirmed all of that was really fun and exciting and really a joy that just kind of spurred us forward. I think one of the other things that I really enjoyed getting to learn in all of this was how how God connects his body in fellowship and how he's using technology to be a blessing to the body of Christ. Because now we have these friends in Singapore and Argentina and Australia, and I would never know these people if we hadn't done this. We sought out to bless our community, and what God ended up doing was blessing women all over the world and connecting them in fellowship. And that's, that's an incredible thing. So hi friends in Sweden and (laughs) the UK and and South Africa and hi everybody because we love you and we're so thankful. I think the best moments in life are when, um, you kind of take a step in faith. Like I think that this is something that would that God is prompting my heart to do and that would glorify him. And I can see all good things coming from this, but you're still taking, we're still taking a step in faith with that podcast, right? right? It's not right. like we had um, like a 
flaming bush tell us like, <laughs> you're gonna do you're gonna do a podcast and and you're gonna enjoy it and it's gonna be fun mm-hmm. but we we took that step of faith and then when we started to see them orchestrating like you're saying each episode and we would listen to them and realize wait a minute this completely builds on that and you would get chills just mm-hmm. listening to them because any any time in life when you start to see his presence like really come pouring in and you know he's doing this it's just exciting that's what makes yeah it makes life so exciting because he isn't just sitting back watching us go he's like okay girls and it just and then it helps to confirm too right Mm -hmm. um that he that he has a plan and it takes the stress off of our shoulders because we don't have to have the plan he's completely in control of it and we just get to be along for the ride and Mm -hmm. yeah it's just exciting yeah to see just that he's not just, he, he didn't just wind up the world and let it, let it no. run and um, that he is sovereign over those details has been really, yeah. that has been an exciting. All thing. the details. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who's, who was your favorite guest so far? Brittany? My, I don't want to say favorites, favorites because I did enjoy okay. it. <laughs> Which guest impacted you the most, Brittany? How about that? <laughs> guest that impacted me the most would be Ruth because she does a similar thing on Instagram. Not mm-hmm. similar. Our, I guess our platforms, I hate that word, are totally different. But she encouraged me so much in, yeah, in that she kind of sees that Jesus is sanctifying her in all of the small moments of every day. That's what her story is that she's sharing on Instagram, but then she was just very encouraging about um, that using Instagram as a platform and that it's okay to enjoy things being beautiful and Mm -hmm. to have that as the thing I often say to people, I, I can't remember who, and I can't remember what their name was or anything, but I remember reading an article about a man who ran races and he said, they were like, you know, how come you, how come you enjoy running like this? And he said, ah, when I run fast, mm-hmm. yeah, I can feel God smiling at me. And that's how often when I'm making something beautiful, I feel like he's smiling at me, but how does that fit into this world? Right. right. And Ruth was just very encouraging to me during that conversation that, yeah. that he has a place for all of those things. By the way, that was Eric, <laughs> Eric Little. <laughs> I don't know who. No, I don't know when. <laughs> no, it was Eric Little, and he was an Olympian. He's an Olympic athlete. And he said, in, I know it's in the movie Chariots of Fire, and I don't know if it's an actual quote from him, but I'm pretty sure it is. But he said um, to his sister, God made me fast, and when I run, I feel his pleasure. And I love that you, I love that, that you're embodying that in your life, like <laughs> that you just have embraced that. And God made me to make things beautiful, and when I do it, I feel his pleasure, you know? Yeah. I don't know why that has always stuck with me. I didn't even watch that movie. It seems obvious, I guess, when we're sharing, when we're evangelizing or when mm-hmm. we're preaching or when we're sharing with a friend about God, like all those things. We're like, yes, of course, that would bring him pleasure. Right. But the, like to run fast or to make things beautiful, those things you can, I can struggle with. Like, what is the glorifying thing here like what is it that makes you this make you so happy lord but that kind of brought me for some reason to peace light you're doing what he made you to do i'm doing what he made me to do trying anyways (laughs) can i read him a quote that i actually have in my notes yes and it's by edith shaver i read it earlier this year and i just had to write it down um If you have been afraid that your love of beautiful flowers and the flickering flame of the candle is somehow less spiritual than living in starkness and ugliness, remember that he who created you to be creative 
gave you the things with which to make beauty and the sensitivity to appreciate and respond to his creation. And I wrote it at a time when I was feeling so frustrated with myself. Why do I just want things to be beautiful? Mm -hmm. And I realized it's, I am reflecting my creator Mm -hmm. when I do that. Right. Yeah. 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 (laughs) That just touches me one more time. (laughs) Put it in the show notes because I think everybody needs to remember that when I feel like that, I, I feel like I'm the most creative person I know I've said before. I am the slowest house decorator. <laughs> but creativity in writing, like creative, right, making right. things There's, beautiful yeah. with words. Yes, and that's another thing is like, I always feel kind of awkward. And I know this is part of like, Alyssa is now part of Hope Writers with me. And that's a big, mm-hmm. that's been a big part of my life for the last couple of years. Because learning that I love writing and that actually God made me to do that. That is a hard thing to embrace when you want to do something, but then in the back of your head, all you can hear is who do you think you are? Oh, totally. Yeah. So I love that quote because I need to like put that somewhere where I can remember that. So how about you, Alyssa, who is a guest that impacted you the most? Someone who has impacted me the most would, I would say, be Pam Forrester. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't known her for a very long time, but I know the first time that I did a study that she led, um, I hadn't been doing much Bible reading. Uh, it was a super busy time. I think we had just moved. I had three little girls, three and under. And the first time that I did a study, I felt the way that I imagine men would have felt the first time Mm. they held a Bible in their own language and read it Mm. because it was incredible. I just realized that here I could be in my little home with my little people and read God's word and get a deeper understanding of it. And it blew me away to do word studies and realize, you know, you can read Psalm 103, 103, and know how much he loves you. But when you start digging deeper and realizing what that means, mm-hmm. it just was incredible. And, you know, so her encouragement to get little five and 10 minute chunks out of your day and dive in there. And, um, and the fact that I can hold a tiny computer in my hand and do word studies is amazing. Mm-hmm. Martin Luther yeah. and John Calvin couldn't do that. They had to write it for themselves, yeah. right? So, yeah. yeah. So blessed. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this counts as like something that's being changed. That it's just impacted me, you know, yeah. in season one. It was so encouraging to hear Pam again, just encouraging moms to, it's, it's busy, busy being busy in life it's hard but it's it's real life right yeah and so being disciplined and finding those little moments in time just digging deep into god's word in that little bit of time has changed me so much that's so great i love that that would be like trusting that he is gonna multiply it right so i think a few of the interviews that we that you did bethany um multiple women said like you have to trust him that if you give him that small chunk and and you're obedient in that because even that small chunk will feel really hard yeah (laughs) that he's going to multiply it and usually that is in um 
giving you the craving to read more. And, but also, yeah, I find for me, um, just finding that the spirit really starts aligning what he meant by those words in a way that I could never have kind of come to those conclusions on my own. Right. But mm-hmm. he's multiplying and, and going deeper in word study. That's one of those ways, right. That he starts to unfold it to us. I think that you put that so eloquently. I can't pick a favorite. Really. I enjoyed every single conversation. I was really blessed by every single conversation. I think some of my favorite highlights. I loved my chat with Glenna Marshall. I love her story. Mm-hmm. I love that she, everything she writes has hit me in ways that when I started reading what she's writing, I'm, I feel like I'm reading about her. But by the time I'm done reading it, I feel like it was about me and how convicting her words are and how I can't walk away from what she's saying without sensing the Lord directing me to a certain kind of obedience or a certain way of repenting. Um, so I really have been grateful for that. And I, and I really love that she is all about um, just encouraging women to view their circumstances through the lens of God's word and not letting God's word be defined by their circumstances, which is what we tend to do so often with, um, if we read the Bible very emotionally or looking for how it's going to feed our emotions. Um, so I've, I've been so grateful that with this first season of the podcast, we've been able to really bring in this common theme that God's word defines our world. It defines us. We get to know him by getting to know his word. And there is no knowledge of self apart from the knowledge of God, like John Calvin said, and we are, um, our purpose is to know him and to make him known. And there's just been this great common thread running through this season that, um, we're to be transformed by his word. We're to be obedient to it. We're to serve and love one another. So I've been very, very encouraged by that. The blog has been a great extension of the Women Encouraged community as well. Alyssa, you've done a fantastic job looking through articles and really finding ones that um, continue that trend of trying to encourage women to walk obediently and faithfully and keep their eyes on Christ. So I've been so grateful for your work in that. Um, Thank you very much. (laughs) And um, what is, there's just been a lot of stuff that's come across your email what have what have been some of the more impactful ones for you? Yeah, well, I mean, I find it funny that there is a blog because there it didn't have to be. I mean, well, there, there, yeah. the only reason there is is because we needed a site for the podcast. Yeah. And so, you know, I really loved um, Taryn Niergaard's mm-hmm. art, article and Amy Hayes's about identity in Christ and, you know, it's amazing to me that women I don't know are reaching out and want to encourage people in our community Mm -hmm. and people around the world Mm -hmm. with encouragement to Mm -hmm. look to Jesus and all of the ways that he, he changes us. Jesus changes everything. Mm -hmm. And just, just being the editor and, knowing that all these ladies want to encourage women is 
just that alone is so incredible to me that Mm -hmm. we all are here. We all are kingdom building, you know, Mm -hmm. at our computers in Mm -hmm. basements or bedrooms or kitchen tables. And when Jesus came, it was the perfect time because the Romans were building roads to everything. And so Mm -hmm. the gospel could spread because people were traveling in a way that was unknown. Mm -hmm. And now here we are sitting and it's the internet is a new Roman Mm -hmm. road, right? We're We're spreading the gospel all over the world. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking about that, like Jesus changes everything. Here we are sitting in mm-hmm. yeah. Grand Prairie, Alberta, and women are hearing about Jesus and the way that he, how he wants us to identify ourselves, mm-hmm. not as broken, not as damaged, as people that are healed and forgiven and yeah. redeemed, and the way that that impacts our everyday life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just how God is using the gifts. I I think about that as like a new Roman road, but also um, I kind of tease my husband about this because he's in software and he understands a language that I cannot understand. And he can use that language to translate the gospel as it were to reach somebody because he can put together a program or build a site or something like that. And this is a gift that not everybody has, and and yet it's being used to spread the gospel. And um, I really do love that when I look at, I can see our site stats, and I can see our 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 podcast stats, and our top city is still our area. I mm-hmm. love that, but that it's it's just this trickle down effect, mm-hmm. and everybody is getting a chance to be a blessing and. And I also get to see when somebody shares about our podcast on Instagram or something like that. And we get all these new friends and, and right. getting to just say hi and, and praise the Lord together. And that we're doing this, like you said, Brittany, with one voice that we would glorify our God and Father with one voice. It's a picture of heaven. It really is because someday we're all going to be on the other side of, of this eternity together, praising him with one voice. And we're starting that now, like you said, kingdom building. I think there's a lot of negativity with um, technology. Yes. And we hope with, with, through the blog and through the podcast, through our social media channels, that um, ours and other women's minds are being transformed to realize that if God is sovereign, which he is, then he is completely in and all over technology. And I love the Roman road, like let us not be uh, persuaded that it wasn't God who had this all set right. up and that now, yeah, it is moving quickly and fast and he's using it to confirm, confirm, confirm. Um, we didn't have to have the blog. This is how he's moving and changing hearts, really grasping these concepts because there is so much good information for them because of technology mm-hmm. and he is 100% in it. And so, yeah, I've just heard a lot lately about like, oh, technology and yeah, sure. There are negative. And it is so encouraging, though, too, that, yeah, like you said, anything can be misused. And you can go misuse food or anything, really. And and even though it was a good gift, it was a, it's a good gift. Yeah. And we need to remember that these are his good gifts and he designed them for us to use for his glory. And so I am so grateful to be working with the two of you and the other women on our vision team who are so committed um, to all of Christ for all of life that that we would remember in in our words and in our writing and in our speaking to one another and gathering that um, 
the gospel of Jesus Christ transforms everything. It changes everything about us, everything about our relationships, and we need to commit our lives to his service. And so I'm so thankful for you both. Um, thanks for, again for joining us, Alyssa, and um, just so excited to come back in August. At the end of August, we're going to release season two. We're going to start um, off with some great episodes on marriage. So, so grateful to get to talk to women like Lisa Jacobson and um, also talking to Melissa Kruger and so many other ladies that are going to come and um, bring truth and blessing and kick off a great season two that we're looking forward to. Thanks again for joining us. We hope that if this season has blessed you, that you'll consider leaving us a podcast rating and a review. Thanks for sharing the podcast and blog with your friends and for the ways that you've grown the outreach and mission to encourage women to love the Lord, love his word and live faithfully for him. As always, you can find us on the web at womenencouraged.ca and we hope you'll connect with us on Facebook and on Instagram at Women Encouraged. We are looking forward to being back soon for season two with some wonderful guests to share with you. Until then, many blessings to you, friend. May you be richly blessed and encouraged as you pursue living faithfully in Christ Jesus.